This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for November 20th, 2011. The Gospel is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. The message is by Bishop Roger Ames. Well, uh, this is, of course, the end of the church year this morning. Uh, the Christ the King Sunday is at the end of the uh, year of Matthew. And, uh, of course, next week will be the first Sunday of Advent and the new church year, uh, Mark, I think. And uh, so we always have these, uh, as the fall moves towards a climax, or we move towards a climax liturgically and, and uh, in the lectionaries and uh, readings of the year, through the fall, we have these uh, last things themes. Heaven, hell, judgment, resurrection, uh, the second coming, the new heaven, the new earth, etc., which are spectacular uh, themes and, and uh, things to speak of and to preach about and to have in our, in our hearts. And really they're the kind of things that only, uh, only the Christian uh, faith has to speak about. Uh, whatever else uh, there may be about other faiths in the world and some truths that we share, some people will talk about uh, the Judeo-Christian or the Judeo-based faiths, which would be Islam and, uh, and, and others with ours. Uh, there is nothing that uh, reaches a climax or has a part of it. These spectacular themes that the world indeed will be made new, a new heaven and a new earth. The, uh, the whole of the created order will be touched uh, by the glory of God and will um, reach perfection again as God intended it. And that a part of that um, glory covering the earth, that's another way of speaking about it, when his glory covers the earth uh, and, and is uh, uh, in its completeness or its fullness, glory covers the earth, the new heaven and the new earth, you'll also have the return of the Lord. And with the return of the Lord will come the resurrection. Now these are themes that are uniquely Christian and are uniquely yours to share and to hold in your heart and treasure. These are the things that keep uh, Christians going through the ages. These are the, the, the motivating things that hold us uh, uh, tight to our faith in the worst of times and struggling in times or in prison or in places of, uh, that have cost many of their life. Uh, martyrdom, people have gone uh, to significant martyrdom as witnesses because of the, the truth carried in this, uh, these last uh, Sundays in which we've spoken about. There is a purpose to creation. We're speaking about a, a, a creation that has a, a, a teleos element, a purpose. God creates, God creates with a purpose. God will finish the work he began. These are Sundays, and particularly this Sunday, in which we lift up the, uh, the fullness of that uh, finished work in which uh, the whole created order uh, comes to newness of life. Uh, uh, Jesus' glory uh, uh, is a part of that, and his return or his return in glory is a part of that, and the general resurrection. Now, with all of that that's very positive, and, and uh, positive is probably an understatement, the hope, there is also, as there is in this, uh, uh, particularly in this reading from Matthew, there is the, the twin theme on Christ the King and the last things, of warning. So the hope is there, but the warning is there as well. And this 
section, uh, this reading this morning has a, a, a strong element uh, in this in the area of warning, which is to say there is, comes a responsibility with having been given life and having been made in God's image and having free will and having uh, the fullness of the, uh, of the Holy Spirit revealed through the scriptures or injured, there is an uh, element of consequence, if you will. I'll try to use another term. Um, there's a responsibility uh, for being able to understand the things of God and being receiving the things of God and being in the midst of the things of God. Even Paul will say that uh, we aren't, the, the, the person even who doesn't know Jesus fully or the Holy Spirit has a witness in creation <clears throat> to a creator at the minimum and there is, it is innate in us a piece of, um, left perhaps from the original creation, a piece of moral compass and uh, natural law, that's called. Now, natural law has its problems because you may have noticed there are some things wrong with nature. It's been touched by the fall itself. And so the, the, the nature, the, the things we observe in natural law are not uh, perfect. There is, there is this um, uh, element of having fallen as well. And so one has to have uh, the scriptures and the body of Christ and the Holy of Spirit community to interpret a lot of things. But still, Paul says, um, God hasn't left himself without uh, a witness in the created order. We, on the other hand, have much more than that. We have the, uh, the, the, uh, the scriptures going all the way back uh, through the Old Testament that teach us carefully about the coming of the Messiah and prepare us for the truth of Jesus Christ. And finally, we have the incarnation and the coming of Jesus. And so uh, with that reality and with the Holy Spirit through the ages, lo, I will never leave you. Uh, I send the Holy Spirit who will, who will guide you into all truth, who will be a part of your life forever as you invite him. Uh, that's a part of the responsibility, by the way. One of the first steps, invite Jesus into our hearts, invite the Holy Spirit to be active and, and take... Uh, uh, have freedom to speak to us and, and, and lead us and so on. We have much more than just the Old Testament revelation. And therefore comes this um, uh, consequence issue or a responsibility issue that the preacher on Christ the King has to both hold up a hope and the very real hope. Indeed, with the resurrection, already we are seeing the first fruits of that. Jesus is the first fruit and we will be uh, will follow in his steps. And so there is this, there's this thing where we already have been given uh, a, uh, a real uh, experience of that with Jesus' um, rising and his uh, appearing and his pouring out the Holy Spirit uh, now. So, we've, so we already are in this period of, of the eschaton, even though we talk about these as eschatological Sundays and readings, the end readings, we're already in the end. We just haven't reached the very end or last days, but we haven't reached the last day. And Jesus' rising begins and inaugurates that uh, period of time. So you're people of the last days. You're people of the last days. You're eschatological community. And the way you live and the way you take care of the least, the lost, and the uh, last uh, is a part of living into the truth of these uh, scriptures and the truth of Jesus's 
rising and, and releasing his Holy Spirit. And you can do that because you're already living a new reality, living into a new reality, and you're filled with uh, the life of, of the Holy, of, of God himself in Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and you're about things that will be able to transform society. That's why all of these pieces have, all of these readings have in some way or another an encouragement to you to be about the work of the Lord because that's the transforming thing that's to happen until his return. Bit by bit, little by little, and not always in a straight line for sure, Jesus will reign until all of his enemies are put under his under his feet. And the transformation uh, uh, of uh, society as began with the New Testament period and the change in the the, uh, Roman Empire, those are all pieces of of this process. So I encourage you this morning, hold on to that hope. Spectacular. Hold on to that hope. There is every, God has given us every assurance of the outcome uh, and has been there with, with a, um, if you wish, a demonstration already. And at the same time, the purpose of your life to reflect uh, Jesus himself, to be, so everyone you touch and take care of and or speak of the, of the uh, King of kings and Lord of lords, especially that reading from the New Testament, the cosmic Christ who reigns over all, those things are all part of our responsibility and the Holy Spirit energizes them so they have real effect, so that nothing done in the love of God is ever in vain. All right, uh, let's just have a prayer. Lord, whatever is of you this morning and whatever things that you're speaking to us in a moment, uh, sometimes of darkness in our personal lives or in the life of our nation at the moment, we hold on to the hope of glory and the things you've said are coming, the purposes, your great purposes. And at the same time, we commit ourselves afresh and anew to have vigor about these issues of witness and care and transforming love that changes whole societies and the course of history as we've seen you do. And we say, Lord, we need your presence. We need it in our lives, in our churches, and especially in this country in this time. For all these things that you're doing, Lord, we give you honor and praise now and forever. Amen. You were just listening to Come and See. Come and See is a production of St. Andrew's Anglican Church in Lewis Center, Ohio. St. Andrew's is also available online at www.standrewspolaris.org. Please join us again when we invite you to come and see.